0: I wish we were doing a, a family-friendly show
1: because I have so much
0: to say about this. Shtick rhymes with What is going on, guys? This is Grapples to Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to seasons.
1: And which is your favorite?
0: Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. yeah.
1: I almost had a quick answer. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. So I love spring and fall. Mm. Those are like great sports weather and hoodie weather. But I'm a winter baby. I was born in the middle of a blizzard. Mm. I love me some snow. And then mm. Christmas on top. What? You mm. know how I feel about Christmas.
2: Mm.
1: So mm. I'm basically anything but summer. Nah, <laughs> me, me. I'm, I'm a fall. I'm a fall
0: gal. The, the, the wavy... Pumpkin spice latte just, oh my God, just you hits so pumpkin
1: Oh my God, it's the,
0: the worst. The, the, the Uggs come out and everything. Like, <laughs> it's, 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 I could go on all day <laughs> talking about pumpkin spice anything. Anything. Pumpkin beer. You no, know, You know what? We're not, we're not here to talk about beer. We're not here to talk about like, pumpkin spice of the seasons. We're here to talk about some wrestling. Wrestling. Some sports entertainment. No, some wrestling and sports entertainment. Oh. And you, you know where you can hear all this? Why don't they? On soundcloud.com mm-hmm. slash grapples apps. That's grapples The number two. two Apples Remember Don't got that soundcloud We're also on that Apple podcast Or That google play music yeah, Doesn't yeah. matter where you're listening As long as you are listening <laughs> But first We get into the wrestlings. We always have to introduce ourselves It is Your boy The very sensual
2: The very tight
0: Slightly sick Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself, Your boy Shades Joined by my very injured (laughs) Very All kinds of banged up All kinds of banged up Hetero life (laughs) mate Introduce yourself And tell our fans What kind of morning You had
1: today (laughs) It is ill will The thrill The poetarian Shakespearean candidate Major English Miss, uh, was it, what, what? it? Whatever you need me to be, The poetarian. You said that already. Uh, did I? Have uh, you your medication yet? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, be because that's who I is. And boy, the morning I had on my way to work, fell, twisted my ankle, busted my knee, busted my lip open, split my hand. I'm all kinds of like I'm. I'm in a knee brace right now. I'm about to pop some ibu or something or something more medicated. I don't know. What we gonna see. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be loopy.
0: He is. A soldier for
1: you guys. Always.
0: So, Mr. Thrill. Yes, sir. Got a jam-packed, as usual, week of wrestling. We had Sunday. Impact's biggest event of the year. Their WrestleMania. Their Starcade, Bound for glory. We have some Raw. Some AEWs. Some Dynamite. Some SmackDown. (laughs) And um, some very, very... Tragic news for a New Day member mm. on an Australian tour. Before we get into all that, mm.
1: Mr. Thrill, if you can, yes, use that hand. Let me hobble over and ring that bell. Alright, so as usual, let's start with the non-WWE news for those of you who are into that stuff. First things first, big news came out over the weekend. New Japan Pro Wrestling decided to hold a press conference. and pretty much was the middle of the night here in the States to announce... The formation of New Japan of America, which is going to be a offshoot branch promotion of New Japan, It's going to be focusing on five regions within the United States: uh, in the Northeast, in the California area, obviously, mm-hmm. I believe Florida, the Texas kind of area, and then
0: Southwest, basically, yeah, like
1: Southwest, and then um, the Midwest with like Chicago and yeah. Those, the, the hotbeds.
0: Yeah, uh, like Idaho, South Dakota, North Dakota, you're beat. <laughs> right, right,
1: right. Um, I think the idea is they're going to have sort of like a, similar to the way the WWE does with NXT, UK, and NXT, where they might have a feeder system going on. Okay. But they're also going to use big names in the States to try and keep that going. So I think like some North American talents, if they don't want to move to Japan, maybe like a Juice... Um, maybe someone like uh, Michael Elgin, if he goes back to New Japan. Guys like that who are like gonna relate to the North American fans who maybe don't want to move to Japan those guys can probably work New Japan of America with appearances from the Naito's and the Okada's, Okadas yeah. and those guys. I think that's the idea but they didn't give up too much about what their plans are for the future for New Japan of America but it's here. You know, WWE it's funny because WWE is trying really hard to lock down their J- their Japanese promotion. Mm. They're looking to knock down to lock down NXT New Jap- uh, NXT Japan, where they were trying to purchase rights from Pro Wrestling Noah. Mm. And I think Pro Wrestling Noah was like, "We'll work with you." Yeah, you're not getting everything, but you're not buying us. The same way that they bought like Evolve and ICW, like all those companies in the in the UK. Mm-hmm they're trying to do that in Japan, and a lot of these Japanese promotions are like, Nasan, not about that. So interestingly enough, as WWE struggles to cross over to Japan, New Japan is making their way over to the States to try and get into this little war that's been going on. My, my biggest thing to
0: miss, them branching out into uh, America, mm-hmm. North America more specifically, um, championships. Will we have still just the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, which would be at this current time of recording, Kazuchika Okada, mm-hmm. or will America have their own? Well, there's already a US Champion. No, no. What I'm saying is, will they have their own heavyweight champion for the Americas? Mm. America, excuse me. It's not like they're going to South America anytime soon. Um, hmm. Or will Naito, you know, come and defend? in Florida,
1: or if they do something in New York, or, or, you know... So, my thought is because it's still New Japan of America, Mm -hmm. I think it's still all going to be one umbrella. Mm -hmm. I think they might try to make sure that they have feuds in place so that whoever is working North America isn't left not chasing something. Whether it's the U.S. title, or the IC, maybe like they'll run like their their top program will be the IC title for a while. Okay. And then the top program after that will be the US title, and then after that will be the IWGP. I think that might be the better way to go about it. But I have no again, it, you know, we'll we have to see what they decide to do as they they expand on uh, just, what this going to look like.
0: I just hope they don't they don't bring more belts. They already they have Japan too many. has way too many belts already.
1: The heavyweight, never open weight, the junior heavyweight, US Intercontinental, and then the two tags—the junior tag and the heavyweight tag—and the, the six-man tag. And the never open weight. I said never open weight already. let a second It's never open weight. Sorry. Okay. So they have eight titles. That's a lot. Uh,
0: that's that, that a lot.
1: That's a lot. Speaking of titles. Speaking of titles. Ooh,
0: that's a segue. That, that, that's that, a, that that's is a, a segue. segue.
1: That's a mall cop going through the mall on his segue segue. <laughs> Ooh. The one and the only, Kenny Omega, went down to Mexico, had a one-on-one match with Phoenix, and came out as the new A Mega Champion, which is their top champion.
0: So, I didn't get to see this match. This uh, actually was spoiled for me uh, because of the wrestling Facebook page that we're on, mm-hmm. but from what I've been reading... Kenny
1: was really healing it up. Yeah. Well, because in Mexico, Phoenix versus Kenny, Phoenix is going to be the face. Uh, yeah, but... And I think anytime that they've worked A matches, I think the Bucks, Cody and Kenny have worked heel, I think. Except for the one match that Cody worked with Kane. With Kane, Kane yeah, because like, Yeah, he worked face there. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, they usually work heel. Because in A, the Lucha Brothers, are think, are face.
0: Out here, they're... Oh, they're he- are they? No, uh, they're
1: not necessarily heal here, because that's kind of AEW doesn't really strictly define heal and face for all of their performers.
0: It's not like Vince. This the times of good guys versus bad guys is passe.
1: I mean, it kind of is if you're like to be real. And, I mean, and, and, yes and no. There that, are sometimes where you need that, and if a and if a wrestler is good enough to to like really define what they are, like a Jericho, he knows how to define if he's a healer if he's a face. And it almost makes his work better when he does. But then there are other wrestlers who bank on their athleticism and their ring work, right? They don't necessarily have to be. If you look at Pentagon's work, so like when he was in Lucha Underground, super heel. Mm. He can work super heel. But if you watch his matches in AEW, there's nothing distinctly heel or face. Yeah. So I think there are some wrestlers who they don't need that distinction. While others, it can it can heighten their performance to have that distinction. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's a it's an interesting new world that we live in where you don't have to, but you can if you want to. Whole new world. Eh, eh, copyright. Chill. Uh, <laughs> I, I, less than 10 seconds. <laughs> so, Kenny is the new AAA Mega Champion. What's interesting to me is just how much they intertwine or interwoven, like the. AEW and AAA stuff, because they're working together.
2: Mm-hmm. They
1: have a partnership, but it hasn't really been overt in AEW's product as of yet. No. So I, I'm curious to see if they start to push it more now. Who? AEW. Push Phoenix? No, no, no. Push their relationship with AAA. Oh,
0: okay. I'm so, oh, Sorry, now you, that Kenny you lost is, me there. I'm I sorry. Was like...
1: Now that Kenny's the, the AAA mega champion... I'm curious if AEW is going to do more to push their relationship with AAA because Kenny's the champion.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, have a couple guys on, uh, on a uh, what's their next paper, Full Gear coming yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. Two weeks, Jesus. Um, yeah. Have have a couple guys on Full Gear.
1: Uh, work the pre-show. Why not? Why not? And mention that Kenny's their AAA mega champion. Yeah. Um, is but it, then you worry about AAA wanting to have their belt on the show, and if Kenny loses, do they want their champion losing on their pro...
0: That, that, see, that's the thing. That's the mess like, when
1: you start you know using each other's promotions and, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, t-
0: you really took it right out of my I was like, Kenny can't lose if he's their top champion with the right. belt out. out. It, it, it's, a, it's a little it, tricky. Yeah. Anyway, what's well, not so tricky... I have a rhyme to go with that, but because we're PG, I'm not gonna say. That. <laughs> but I'm sure you know where it's tricky yeah, rhymes. Yeah, with. I know.
1: And who yeah, we're exactly. About. Yeah. Okay. So Joey Ryan, mm-hmm. who is probably the definition of success in the indie scene, has decided to finally name his home, and it's going to be Impact Wrestling. Why which, to my surprise, I thought was a surprise. At first, I was surprised also. I thought for sure he'd go to AEW. However, it kind of makes sense to me. Clearly, Joey Ryan's not going to WWE or no, NXT.
0: His his stick doesn't. That's nothing.
1: He can't do that. They'll never let Joey Ryan be Joey Ryan under the WWE banner. Not going to happen. However, if you want the utmost freedom to it's, be it's your up, own utmost. To be the wrestler you want to be, sell the merch you want, and book the dates you want? Is that AEW or is that Impact Wrestling? It's Impact. Exactly. Joey Ryan's already shown that he doesn't need to be in a big promotion to make money. The guy's got cat. The dude owns, P- he started the PWG. And I think he also now has bar wrestling. I think it's also Joey Ryan's promotion also. So the dude's got money.
0: Joey Ryan prints money with merch. He doesn't necessarily need a belt. You could throw maybe the X-Division title on him you know, in the future or something like that, but he doesn't need a belt. That's what I'm saying. Um, and, and he's
1: a good draw for impact.
0: So Joey Ryan not signing with AEW is similar, like the similar feeling you had for Orange Cassidy, who I'll, mm, I'll, I will touch mm. on uh, a little bit later on the show. mm mm-hmm. um, AEW needs to take themselves a little a little seriously, mm-hmm. and um, Joey Ryan may be a little too hokey.
1: Okay,
0: with the you know yeah, I mean yeah, we with, had with um, who he is and what he does. I mean his his work with Hangman last year mm-hmm. and the um, the Druids right came out right. The erection druids. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The the penis druid.
1: Penis is Pe- penis. penis is a medical term. Yeah, but I can't penis. say
0: I can't say the word without laughing for like five <laughs> minutes. Since I'm a child. <laughs> 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 oh my god! I forgot to tell you, we played the penis game. Oh. Uh, it, 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 yeah, but that's oh, off the air. That's
1: uh, great. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> You'll still never beat me like I did. At the, like I beat you at the back. No,
0: I I yelled. I yelled yeah? at the top of my lungs. Damn. And Ed, if he's listening to this now, he knows. We were playing that game for a while. Anyway, uh, Joey Ryan's whole um, thing. Mm-hmm. His whole gimmick. His whole gimmick
1: is... It revolves around penis. It's not and something that Kelly,
0: yeah. AEW really needs right now. 100%
1: agree.
0: Um, you were uh, worried about Orange Cassidy. And I was mm-hmm. like, if they signed Joey Ryan, I'd be more worried about Joey Ryan. Yeah, yeah. he'll sell merch. And yeah, he's... Excuse me. Well known, mm-hmm. but I mean, are you gonna? H- how can anybody really take your company seriously if you got have a guy whose whole thing is uh, showing little effort or no effort at all, and then another guy whose whole shtick r- revolves r- around r- his uh, penis?
1: I mean, his finishing move is the Phoenix Plus. Yeah, Phoenix yeah. Plex. Excuse me. <laughs> so, Wrestling yeah. is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling is so weird. <laughs> I wish we
0: were doing a, a family-friendly show. Just I have so much to say about this. Shtick
1: rhymes with... Stop! Okay. okay, anyway. Oh, man. So let's move on. As we mentioned before, Impact Wrestling had their Bound for Glory pay-per-view this past weekend, which I was very excited about, but unfortunately I was not able to fully watch everything. Um, but we do have some results for you. Eddie Edwards wins the Bound for Glory gauntlet match, earning a title shot uh, choosing, of, his I'm, I'm sorry, of his choosing. Yeah, sorry. I,
0: I I matted up this one. It's okay. Uh,
1: so, yeah, Eddie Edwards, who actually I think is also working uh, NWA power. So, good for him.
0: Yeah, but uh, his name was Magnus in... Um, Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis. Um, he wasn't doing double duty with Impact?
1: No. No. No, no once he left to become... Nick Aldis, and became the NWA champion. That was it. He was done with, with Impact. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Eddie Edwards won the gauntlet. He will receive a title shot of his choosing. Taya Valkyrie retains the Impact Impact Knockouts Champion pills against Neil Dashwood. I'm disappointed by this because I'm a Dashwood fan, and I very adamantly dislike Taya Valkyrie. But, I digress, and we move on. I mean, I think the match also ended with someone else coming out, and there was like a kerfuffle, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> the Impact Tag Team titles were on the line in a triple threat match between The North, Ethan Page, and Josh Alexander, going up against Willie Mack and Rich Swan. for those of you who remember Rich Swan from WWE. And, of course, EZW Legends, Rhino and RVD. Rhino. Isn't RVD's partner usually Cebu? Yeah, but Rhino came back, so. So, would you dump a dumb Cebu? Mm,
0: sure. <laughs> They're all like in their mid 40s, like pushing 50. You could, in, like, it, it, interchangeable old men. RVD can barely
1: it's... see out of one eye. <laughs> and this... he's high all the time. <laughs> anyway, the Rhino's North retained their title. Michael Elgin defeats Marufuji. Moose defeats Ken Shamrock. And very ripped. I will say, a yo Ken Shamrock looks ridiculous. Like it's not human. You should not be that age and be able to look that shredded.
0: If I, I can only hope that when we get to that age,
1: one, we're still alive. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, two, <laughs> two, we're sh- shredded beef. It's insane. He's it, anyway. Brian Cage retains the uh, Impact World Heavyweight Championship against Sammy Callahan in a no-DQ match. I'm not too surprised. Brian Cage is... doesn't make sense for Sammy Callahan to beat Brian Cage. And last but not least, though this was not the main event, this was probably the most talked about match.
0: Most anticipated match. Yeah,
1: everyone who was watching Bound for Glory was watching this match for one reason and one reason only. For the first time ever, a female in the name of Tessa Blanchard.
0: Tessa Flippin' Blanchard.
1: Would be participating in a match for the X Division Championship. And they, those they sh- labeled
0: this, I'm sorry to interrupt, they labeled yeah. this an intergender ladder match. Hmm. Why didn't they just call, call it, a it a ladder, ladder match? match? Hmm. That's the one thing that bothered me about this. The intergender ladder match. I mean, it's a seller. You have Tessa flipping Blanchard on the on, on the card already. In the so, match, you don't need a seller say, besides
1: that. Let's say you you don't really watch Impact. Like, you don't watch Impact. So, let's say you don't watch Impact, you're not really following Impact, you don't care about Impact.
0: I went to one of their shows this year.
1: And someone goes, hey, they're having a lot of match for their, you know, X Division Championship. Okay, right? Who's who's fighting? AJ Styles and uh, Low Key? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, low-key. Jerry key. Lynn, Amazing Red. Low-key, oh, my, the guy who doesn't want, like, no one wants to hire ever. But if someone says, oh, there's going to be an intergender ladder match, then you go, oh, who's the woman that's in there? You know what I mean? Like, just having that name, intergender, makes people's ears perk, and now you're interested into at least who's in their match. I
0: mean, listen, I don't even watch Impact. Um, like, not religiously, you know, I, I... I... Tune in here or there. If, if I've, I can I've been catch getting it, into it if I can catch it. But everyone knows how they've been booking Tessa Blanchard. Mm-hmm. Everyone,
1: Tessa's killing it right now.
0: Everyone, she's
1: she's probably the hottest wrestler in the game right now.
0: She, she's not Becky Lynch the man hot. Huh? No, 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 no. But she's um, I mean, she's definitely like. Right now, the most talked about female wrestler on the planet right
1: now: I think the only wrestler period who's in her in her anywhere near her in terms of who's being talked about right now is Jericho.
2: Yeah,
1: I think she's the hottest name in wrestling right now. because mm. she's killing the game.
0: I mean, after Wednesday, I don't know if she's the hottest... Well, that's what I'm saying. Others. That's what I'm
1: saying. Like Jericho was the only one who was near her, and I think after Wednesday, he superseded her. Anyway, real quick, don't want to, you know, pass over the actual result of the match. Even though we've been talking about her in relation to the match, Tessa did not win the, the X Division ladder match. It was except, instead won by Ace Austin. Now, you and I were kind of talking about this a little bit before we went on the air, I'm not sure. I didn't think she was gonna win the match. And I figured if she had, it would have definitely blown up the whole wrestling industry. But her but Ace Austin winning, I'm not sure about either. Cause she's in the middle of the feud with OVE, where she just finished with Sammy Callahan. Now she was doing this stuff with Jake Chris because Christ Christ, whatever. Because the Chris. X Division Championship. Mm-hmm. So now, does she continue feuding with the OVE without the title? Or does she continue to chase the title and move away from OVE? Because, again, remember, Tessa Blanchard, even though she's not their top champion, she's essentially their top superstar right now. Mm -hmm. Anything you see that's impact has her front and center. Yeah. So where they go with her from here is important. So that's my only question mark with Ace Austin winning. Which direction does she go? Does she follow the belt or does she follow OVE? See, what
0: what I thought they were going to do was they, it was going to be a slow build and then give her the championship but eventually. When, at Slammiversary?
2: But
0: Bound for Glory is their biggest pay-per-view of the year. Right. So why not have it here? Is it too obvious? Like, ah, oh, we all know that she's going to win it now. Okay. Slammiversary? I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Um... When she was uh, feuding with OVE, it wasn't about the X Division Championship to start. No,
1: it was about her and Sammy Callahan.
0: And then it became about the X Division Championship. Right. So if she's done with Callahan and she just I think she chases the belt.
1: So their next pay per view listed is Hard to Kill in January. Well, I have no idea what that is. I mean, last year, their January pay-per-view was Homecoming, but this year, I guess, you know, it's going to be hard to kill. You're going to wait until January to put the title on her in a, like, non-pay-per-view pay-per-view? That's your first pay-per-view after Bound for Glory, though, so. I know, but I feel like New Year, New Champion. I feel like if you're going to do something big, it's got to be either a Slammiversary or Bound for Glory. Those are their two big ones. Yeah. And Slammiversary isn't until July. So, what is, so are you just going to move her away from the X Division championship? I mean,
0: we like long-term booking.
1: Sure, that's true. If done well. Question is, let me ask you, and this is a total like sidetrack. If she goes back to the knockouts division, is that a step down? Is that a parallel move, a down move, or none?
0: Okay, so there, I have two answers. Okay, if she goes back to the Knockouts division and loses to Taya Valkyrie,
1: ooh, that's no good. That's no good. If she wins it,
0: she just stays leveled.
1: It's a parallel move if she goes mm-hmm. back to the Knockouts division and wins the championship. Mm-hmm. Okay, because so she had an interview with um oh, what's this guy's name? The Canadian dude who works with AEW Stone Cold. No, uh, something Van Fleet. Van Fleet. Something. I don't know. Whatever. And in the interview, she was mentioning how people have been comparing her to China because China was a woman who went for the IC title, was the IC champion,
0: okay.
1: so on and so forth. So, in that context, I don't recall, you have to remind me, did she win the women's championship again after that, or did she not win another title after the IC championship? Because I think her second, she had what, two reigns as the women's champion, right? And the second one was that squash match versus Ivory at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, that was when she won the belt. So was that her last women's title reign? Like, did the, did the icy stuff come before or after that? Because I don't remember the timeline. Attitude Era was just one IC giant. the title mess. was before that,
0: um, because she won it off of Jeff Jarrett.
1: Remember? Okay. And So that was before the Women's Championship, Reign 2. Yes. Okay, so then, so China did that. So China went women's icy, back to women's. Yeah, you almost stumped me there. <laughs> you, almost, you almost stumped me there. Sorry, I'm just looking for context, you know? Yeah. So if, if, if we're comparing Tessa to China, then that makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If she wants to surpass China, then she can't ever look back. See, but I don't want to use the word look back. Hmm.
0: You don't want her to keep going for men's titles and losing, though.
1: True. She has to win. If she's going to keep pursuing men's, quote-unquote, men's championships, she's got to win the X-Division Championship.
0: Okay, so you weren't watching Impact at this time. But if I'm not mistaken, it was Abyss or Bully Ray um, when he was brother... Brother Ray or Bob. Um, okay. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember the exact like context of the story, but he, they gave him a number one contender sh- shot for the X division title, and said, so "Why would I want um, a title shot for a belt for cruiserweights?" And mm. they said, "No, it's not about cruiserweights. It's the X factor that you have inside of you, and that's how they sold him on being." Uh, the Exhibition, exhibition champion. champion. Exhibition okay. Champion isn't a weight class belt. So the fact that uh, Tessa can actually win this belt mm-hmm. would be the first woman to actually win this belt. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: if anyone has an X-Factor, it's Tessa her. It's I
0: was like, if if, if anyone, uh, that's why I was like going back to that, I was like, if, any, if they're going by that true definition of the X-Factor, mm-hmm. Tessa's got it right now.
1: Right. So I don't understand, I don't, then I don't know. Maybe I don't get impacts booking. Maybe I gotta trust impacts booking. I you know have no why? Idea.
0: You know why? You're we're we're cooking up so many different scenarios because we're so uh, accustomed to Vince and mm. doing just like the same thing yeah. over and over again. Yeah. It's like, man, what could happen now? Like AEW's um, booking for like the last couple of weeks. It's like, right. oh, I didn't know that was gonna happen. Right. Oh, wow, that happened. Like right. this is this is different things here and there and. The, for this, you just got to see what impact's going to do.
1: I'm just, I just worry about Tessa Blanchard cooling off. It that's my only concern. On, it depends on what they do with her. 100, percent and that's what I'm saying. It de- like, that's my whole thing is where they go from here now, because I don't want her to cool off. I think, to me, we'll, real quick, and then we'll we'll get past this. Mm-hmm. I think, let her go to the Knockouts division, let her be Taya Valkyrie, let her just own the Knockouts division until about May or June have her drop it in like May or June and then go back to the X Division Win did mm, hear
0: me out okay and this may be a little crazy okay but I'm just feeling that way maybe it's because okay. I'm retired maybe, <laughs> maybe it's because I've been driven insane by WWE <laughs> you have Tessa pick up the knockouts championship in January At and hard to kill yeah Okay. You, you can have her win it on a random impact. Whatever you want. doesn't matter. Okay,
1: okay, <clears throat> okay.
0: Tessa is the knockouts champion going into Slammiversary. Facing the current X Division champion. And she's the first ever simultaneous... Champion, you know how the UFC likes to make that simultaneous champion Bro, thing. If a there's a no way to
1: book someone to the moon, that's how you do it.
0: Tessa is the Knockouts champion, and becomes Activision? the exhibition oh champion. God. Boom. That oh my god. Whew. That way she stays somewhat relevant because of the Knockouts championship, right, right? That's what I'm and saying. And then she still builds that uh her builds that bridge to get to the exhibition Man. championship. Boom. She's a new Division champion and so, Knockouts
1: champion. Talk about being a made woman, bro. Woo! Pop Molly, I'm sweating. Anyway, so that's all the non WWE news we
0: got. Well, oh, I'm not gonna f- start with what that is because you can't you can't follow Tessa Blanchard
1: with, with, with this. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a perfect segue from one woman to the other. Oh, like the, the opposite side <laughs> yeah, of the spectrum. Exactly. <laughs> gonna, opposite side of the spectrum. Okay, you
0: sold me on that thrill. Alicia Fox. <laughs> Enough said. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Alicia Fox has been moved to the alumni page of WWE's website. Moving on.
1: (laughs) Xavier Woods. You you don't want to go into any more detail about Alicia Fox? (laughs) Xavier Woods
0: (laughs) suffers an Achilles, Achilles injury at a house show in Australia... And the timetable is he will be out for a year. Achilles
1: injuries are no joke.
0: Now... Especially for a performer like him. He's without a doubt the best wrestler in New Day.
1: 100% agree. Could not agree with you more. And the best promo. Just saying.
0: What are they going to do with the New Day now? Because when
1: you are a tag team with Kofi and you yeah, know When Biggie, WWE when Biggie got hurt,
0: Kofi. when Biggie got hurt, Kofi was WWE champion, right? So that that kind of smoothed things over until he got healthy. Mm-hmm. This is a freaking year, and Kofi mania is dead and gone. Yes, they're still over. Sure, for now. But how over are you going to get with Kofi and Biggie?
1: Well, the que- that's what the question. The question is going to be now. Can Kofi and Big E reign like as a tag team? Are they can they get over and be over and stay over for a whole year as just a tag team? Or are they forever destined to be a trio?
0: Oh no, they're they're destined to be a trio. Forever.
1: But are but I'm saying is like can they not exist outside of a trio?
0: No, because even when Kofi was champion, it felt like The New Day was a WWE champion. It didn't feel like Kofi was
1: WWE champion. Mm -hmm. At least to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't feel like anybody was WWE champion, but that's me. Moving on.
0: (laughs) WWE 2K20, $60 out for Xbox One and PlayStation 4 maybe the switch I don't know I ain't got that I think it's on
1: PC also I'm not
0: mistaken no I don't know it's not on PC Is
1: not on PC no <laughs> lucky PC gamers
0: <laughs> calling this a dumpster fire of a game
1: is probably
0: the most understatement ever on this podcast this game buggy
1: glitchy Listen, this video game is Matt Hardy. It's broken. Let's see what you did there. Yeah. See how he's a wrestling reference to reference how bad a game is. You did know, that wrestling game because wrestling broken. Get so it? So there, there's rumors
0: <laughs> that is it PlayStation or it's like one? I'm guessing th- probably 2K themselves are giving refunds on. That's the game. what
1: I heard. I don't know if that's true at all. No, we remember. don't know if
0: it's true or not. Um. They're saying they're going to come out with the first patch actually relatively soon. Um, Disgusting. I think it's BS. How can you give out half a product, charge full price for it, and give us a patch that will not fix all the issues that it has right now? I'm not buying the game. I have nope. no intentions of buying the game. Same. Never had any intentions of buying the game. Also same. And the only way for uh, you guys out there who actually bought the game, I feel um, can... Be any substantial like uh, apology from them would be giving anybody who bought the game, uh, the battle pass or the not the battle pass the pre the season pass yeah for free. Got Fortnite on the brain. But they'll never do that. They will never do that. No, they won't. One, you can't really track. You know
1: who's logged in. I mean, you can. You can, but you can't because. So you can lo- you can track if someone has that game in their played history. Mm-hmm. But what if they sold it? What if it was just a borrowed game? So you're gonna give someone a free pass who no longer has the game or who you know. What that I mean? sounds like, like it, gets,
0: it gets a little a sticky there. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you can't really do that too much unless you just give out a code.
0: Yeah, I mean you can do that. Listen, uh for the for the month of November, uh if you use this code, you'll get the the season pass for free. Right. After November, you, you don't get the season pass. Right. Burps, you be Some way.
1: But, I mean, look, that, that's not even, like, the, the the point of the problem. That's, like, not even... WWE 2K20, supposedly... Well, not supposedly, but this is what happened. Hughes, who's been developing their, two, their game since they went over to 2K, left the project maybe two months ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Which might sound like not a lot of time for video game development but if anyone's a nerd who knows about video game development there's what they I forgot what it's called but like there's a crunch time period where the majority of the work gets done Mm -hmm. and that's usually in the last few months of of development for the game that's the excuse that apologists are going for as to why this game is so broken now here's what I have to say to that BS Why BS? Because you didn't have to release this game when you did. Mm -hmm. If you know that your developer just left, and now you have to build the whole game from scratch, fine. Delay the release of the game. Or, (laughs) don't put one out this year. You're not the MLB, NHL, NFL, or NBA, where you're required to put out a game before the season starts with ample enough time for your... People to buy the game and set the game up and get ready for the season to start. But there's no such thing as seasons in WWE. So you don't have to make sure the game comes out every October. Delay the game until it's ready and then release it. Or do like they used to do back in the day and release one every few years. And with the crazy technology that we have now, download or, or put in updates so that the players who are still playing a game from three years ago can update the roster. But no, that doesn't make enough money. So they have to put out a broken game. Because every year there's glitches. Every year 2K has problems. Mm -hmm. But this year is a flat-out broken game, and they released it. And it's insane, and it's embarrassing. Like, I've
0: never seen a game get slogged this hard. Not since uh, Superman
1: Returns. Game? Yeah. I know they had a game for Superman Returns.
0: Yeah, it was, it was on the Nintendo 64 and PlayStation. It was an abomination. Worse
1: than the movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I'm just, I'm sorry. I know I'm sounding like heated, but it's just, it's so frustrating to me that they had the audacity to put this out. Like, how does this get through? Every studio, every developer has a team of game testers a team of people who work out bugs and quality control before they ship out. How does this get by everybody and ship out? We're at a point where if you go on YouTube, there are people who are playing the game just to look for these bugs and glitches. That's embarrassing! I I, I, I mean, look at the product they put out every week.
0: Now it just matches their games, like that's it. <laughs> now the games match. That's it. The game's dumb. Their product is is dumb. They have segments that shouldn't. Oh, they, they have uh, uh, storylines that shouldn't be going on, and they have bugs that shouldn't be going on in the game. It's oh, just, they're the, just
1: matching each other up. How does last year's How is last year's game far and beyond better than this? Like, you, you that can't
0: happen. The player models are worse. I remember, the, what was it, uh, when Styles was on the cover, was it last year? That was last year, that's why we both bought it. And Rollins was on two years ago. Yes. So the ones that Rollins was on... That was 18.
1: I think um, we that too.
0: the bug, or glitch, or, uh, mishap in development, I guess, was AJ Styles. You can... Oh, his weird walk? Not only that, but his, um, his hood. mm it used to be up when he came out. When he would come down and he does his, you know, mm-hmm. his thing, the hood would go back. Mm-hmm. But when you would edit his clothing, like change mm-hmm. the color schemes mm-hmm. or whatever, uh the hood would just stay up.
1: Hmm. I mean, two K series is always the WWE two K series has always had weird bugs and glitches when it came to clothing and hair. Mm-hmm. Always. But this year's insane. Like, I was telling you before we went on the air, I was watching uh, someone on YouTube doing the showcase mode. Now, the showcase mode is you get to play matches that happen in the past, and there are certain cutscenes that happen during the match that are pre-rendered to mimic what actually happened live.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, these are cutscenes, again, pre-rendered cutscenes, not live, I press the button so that makes this happen, and so... I can understand how a glitch could happen there when you know one one zero zero clashes with one 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 zero, but this is a pre-rendered cutscene, and you have I was it was like a I think it was the four horsemen final uh, fatal four way in NXT, and like Sasha Banks's pants, her tights, created a weird red spike that went through her legs, and I was like what, in a pre during a shortcut I mean during a cutscene in the pre-rendered showcase mode to, to highlight your women, your four-horse women. This is what you... I Can we please move on? I'm so happy I didn't buy
0: this game. You want to take us to Raw? Because I had <laughs> zero intentions
1: of watching Raw. I'm... I. <sighs> anyway. All right. Let's talk about Raw, guys. Let's talk about Raw. Raw starts with Drew McIntyre returning to join Team Flair. Right after that, he has a match with Ricochet. I'm not crazy about these two having a match again, and I don't really like Ricochet being used to highlight Drew McIntyre as the newest member of Team Flair. Hold oh, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why is it okay for Ricochet to advance against Drew
0: McIntyre in the King of the Ring tournament, but Drew McIntyre can't beat Ricochet on his return back to Raw?
1: No, no. If it was his just like just his return, I don't care. But the fact that they use Ricochet as, like, Remember how when, they, when we were doing we were talking about the draft, how they had showcase matches yes. for the draftees? This felt like a showcase match for Drew McIntyre, and I don't like Ricochet being used that way. Okay, Drew I McIntyre get... and him had a match in a tournament that Ricochet won. Versus, well, what... this is just okay. Let's we need something. We need some way to to boost McIntyre's return. Oh, just feed him Ricochet. Okay, you know what I mean. I mean, I, I would have much rather to see McIntyre come back at the Rumble, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. I mean, that's neither here nor there. And you want to wait three months? Two months? Yeah, because I want him to win it. They're not going to book McIntyre right. Shut your mouth. Okay, whatever. After that, we have Alistair Black. Alistair. And he has a squash match and he wins because that's what squash matches are. Following that, we have the segment with Jerry the King Lawler and Rusev. And he's asking him, how do you feel? How can you, like, take all this blah, blah, blah? And he's like, I'm going to get Bobby Lashley. I know. And then on the Titan Tron, they're like, oh, I took her. I took Lana to the restaurant that you never took her to. And Rusev's like, they're dumb because I know where that restaurant is. And then Lashley's like, cool story, bro. And then Rusev is off. Next up, we have some Lucha stuff. Which I'm starting to see a little pattern, Mr. WWE, where Andrade was with Rey, and Andrade is with Sin Cara. What? Latinos are only allowed to fight each other? Unless you're on SmackDown. What is this? Huh? What is this? Huh? I mean, if it's an
0: entertaining match, then whatever. Showcases work, you know.
1: So I- this was, this was actually was a decent enough match, and Andrade does defeat Sin Cara. Sin Cara's return, what I did like was that they actually tried to show some personality for Sin Cara where they showed that he did some charity work and like they made him they showed him as a person yeah where into, until now he's just been, oh look there's Sin Cara the guy who does flips with the mask
0: the but guy who botches his
1: entrance. then the guy who botches his entrance. but now they're trying to give him a personality and I appreciate that. up next. We had a tag team match between Ryder and Hawkins and the Viking Raiders. Now, as Ryder and Hawkins were coming out, they were talking about what kind of pyro they might get. (laughs) The answer? None. None pyro. (laughs) And the Viking Raiders beat them because duh. After this, we go back to the restaurant, where Lashley and Lana are so confident that Rusev won't find them. Rusev's dumb. He doesn't care. And if he does find them, guess what? We'll take care of it. We'll handle it. Yeah, shows up Rusev. They get into a fight. Cops show up. Lana's like, ARREST HIM! ARREST HIM!
0: You know WWE teetered out that Rusev was, quote unquote, legit arrested for that? I was like, oh, stop it. Stop.
1: As if everyone in that restaurant wasn't a plant from the Performance Center or some, like, school, some wrestling school in Cleveland. Get out of here. And I'm sorry. This is gonna sound like the most... Disrespectful thing to Cleveland, and so I apologize in ahead of time. Is there really a restaurant in Cleveland that Lana has always wanted to go to that Rusev never took her to that she caused a huge fit about?
0: I don't even care about this angle, man. Come on, son. This angle angle is so dumb. So and it's going to end off on some something so stupid like. I was only doing this to get your attention, just to make you fall in love with me again and show me that you actually cared. And then he turns into a heel. That's it. That's all it is. This is what's going to end up. It's so
1: <laughs> dumb. <laughs> the minute they started this angle, I said, what is the only way to redeem this in my eyes? And the only thing I can think of, and it's not even fully redeemable, is if this turns into, we were never having an affair. We're- we were trying to get you to unleash... The true Bulgarian brute. Yeah, yeah. They're
0: gonna renege on everything. You have potential to be the champion, and we needed that. I needed that fire that you had in the beginning. That's the
1: only thing I can think of that would be okay with me to be the end game for this.
0: Yeah, but I I read that from the start of this, and I'm like, all right, I don't need to see the build for it because it's boring.
1: I agree, but I'm just concerned they're not going to go there. I'm concerned the end game is going to be even worse. I don't know what. But who knows Anyway Let's move on Then comes the most Annoying Confusing segment Of the night for me Ramey Stadio comes out And he's cutting a promo Then Paul Heyman Comes out on the On the On the Titantron And it becomes A Paul Heyman And Ramey Stadio promo But then in the middle Of their promo Sheldon Benjamin's music hits And he comes out And then it becomes A Ramey Stadio Sheldon Benjamin promo And Sheldon Benjamin's like No one knows Brock Like I do we went to college together. We were teammates. We kissed. I, I trained. I trained. I helped. God, damn it, Jeremy. <laughs> I hate you so much. We, we trained. I You know, I trained him, blah, blah. This whole thing, you know, you talk about family. Brock is my family. And he starts pushing Ray around. And he goes... Wait, isn't this how you get title opportunities here? If I just push around Rey Mysterio? And so he pushes him, he goes, is that a U.S. title shot now? And then he pushes him again. How about Icy? Is that an Icy title shot now? Huh? Is that how this works? You just push around Rey Mysterio and get a title shot? I thought that was kind of funny. But that's happening, and then Cain Velasquez comes out. So we went from Rey to Rey and Heyman to Rey and Shelton to Raymond Shelton. I mean Ray, not Raymond. Ray and, <laughs> <laughs> and Shelton <laughs> and... Cain and then Cain Velasquez beats up on Sheldon Benjamin and that's that. I was like, what a wasted, weird mush of a segment. Like, how did we get from from A to taco? I don't. That's I did, racist. I did, you know what's funny? That's that, I did not mean to say like taco was the first thing that came to my mind.
0: Half the guys <laughs> in the segment are Mexican. And that's,
1: that wasn't my intention.
0: Uh, my apologies for. Uh,
1: I'm Latino. Like, I can't. How can I be racist against my own? I like tacos. I had tacos on Tuesday because it's Taco Tuesday.
0: (laughs) Making a phony Spanish accent. Anyway, moving on to another
1: Latino. Humberto Carillo made his Raw debut. First, he was in a promo segment backstage where they interviewed him, and he said that one day he wants to be the universal champion, and when he does, he won't go playing around with fire like Seth Rollins does. Super ham fisted tension for no reason. Seth catches him backstage later on in the night. He's like, Hey, kid, I heard what you said. Show some respect, but I like your Moxie. How about we have a match you right mean now? Moxley. But um bum shield. Um like that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I see what you did. So <laughs> So Seth challenges Umberto Garia to a match right then and there. They have a very good match. Very good showing for Humberto Carillo but of course Seth Rollins wins because duh. Main event which initially and for the first two hours of the show Teased was a six man tag match. For the first two hours of the show it was supposed to be a three on three six man tag match and all of a sudden Teased All of a sudden Teased It became a tag match and Street Prophet has to have a man in their corner. I said wait a minute, timeout. I thought this is a 6-man tag. But no, it was Gallows and Anderson versus the Street Profits. With AJ in the OC's corner saying, "Hey, where's your guy in your corner? Where's your guy? Who's your guy? Where's your guy?" They have the match. And only after the Street Profits defeat the OC, which is problematic in its own right, does Kevin Owens come out. I'm sorry, no, I'm lying. The order's incorrect. AJ got tossed for interfering. The referee tosses AJ. Only after AJ gets tossed, Kevin Owens comes out. Kevin Owens. Comes out, hits AJ with the stunner, and then walks away talking smack. OC then turn around and get beat by the Street Profits. And that's Raw. Wiggity, 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 whack! If I'm if I'm the OC if I'm Gals and Anderson why
0: the hell did I sign another contract That's what
1: I don't understand. They re signed they put the belts on them like a month later not even and they've been doing nothing since. Yeah,
0: but they only put the belts on for like two weeks
1: and now they're they're jobbers, glorified jobbers.
0: Let's move to probably the best show of the week. Whoop, whoop. AEW's Dynamite
1: Dynamite
0: opens up super proper. Lucha Bros. Private Party. semifinals of the tag team tournament. Tag team championship tournament, to be exact. And... I'm at a loss for words. Because <laughs> although there was some... miscues by Private Party...
1: Well, I mean, they're young. They're,
0: that's insane. what I'm saying, they're you young. Know. That's why I said miscues, not botches. Right, right, right. That's right. why I said miscues. Anything that the Lucha Brothers do. I mean, this is just insane. Gold. Yeah. Absolute freaking gold. I mean, these two are just... just uh... And do not be surprised if this leads to Penta versus Kenny for the Triple A championship. So? And Penta takes it off of him. But... We'll go with over that in another time. Yum yum. Uh, Lucha Brothers advance to the finals of the Tag Team Championship tournament in a very good match against the Private Party.
1: Private Party has so much potential; it's
0: insane. Um, And they keep rubbing shoulders with they're the top tag teams. So I mean, right now they have Tag Team Championships written all over them, but not right now. No, right written. Yeah, yeah.
1: Not right now, but right now it's written on them, but not for right now.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, they signed a. An advance check,
1: basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And then right from there, they go on to the next tag team.
0: Oh, yeah. um,
1: SCU. SCU.
0: Taking on the undefeated,
1: the Dark Order. Nobody cares.
0: Not a peep. Nobody cares. Not a peep for the Dark Order. And I'm just like, yep.
1: Yep. It's so wild, because I remember when they were on the indie scene, I kept hearing about the Super Smash Bros, Super Smash Bros, Super Smash Bros, and they come over to AEW as the Dark Order, and man, these boys couldn't buy heat if they worked for National Grid. Whew. That's a complex jokes right there. Right? right? The yeah. right?
2: Complex
0: jokes right yeah, there. On Lay on thick. Lay them on thick. So, SCU and the Dark Order are having their match, and... My issue has continues to be with AEW's camera crew mm. where they don't know what they're doing at certain times, where they shouldn't switch to a certain camera angle and it, it's a giant well, mess. Still. That's not the
1: camera crew, that's the producers in the Oh, well, backstage. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, excuse me. Whoever's the Kevin Dunn of AEW. Maybe it is Kevin Dunn. No. Maybe, maybe his teeth reach can- so far. <laughs> And he has this, dual like, employment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so during the SCU Dark Order He's match, so a very important segment, which leads on later tonight, happened. You see Chris Jericho. Uh, what's that? What the hell? How Sammy Guevara. I kept calling him Sammy Callahan in my head. I was like, well, that's not the guy. <laughs> Sammy Guevara and um, uh, Santander, Santander Ortiz. Ortiz. They're walking through the crowd. Three Latinos and a Jericho. <laughs> three gangsters and, and Sammy <laughs> oh damn so they're walking through the crowd and I was a little upset about this because it kind of took away from, from the, the, match. the match but it did it
1: or did it give something to the match
0: it didn't it took everything away from the match because it was just like okay, it, it drew attention away from the match because it needed to be drawn away the Dark Order is not
1: over. I that, did not see that, them lasting long. Um, that's why I think they did this here, because I think they were worried that you know since new the new order, since the Dark Order isn't over, they figure let's give the fans something to pop about so this match doesn't dud.
0: But everyone, literally all the fans, you can see it on the hard cam, mm-hmm. are turned around just looking at them walk up to the suite. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look good. Okay. Um, but. SCU, advance to the finals. Take on the Lucha Brothers to become the first ever AEW Tag Team Champion. I'm Champions. very interested
1: by this booking because every other title booking has kind of been
0: the fi- the finals is at a uh, full gear, right? Yeah. No, the finals is next week. The Me. Halloween episode. <laughs> I don't know if I'm taking these kids trick or treating.
1: <laughs> no, Halloween is the day before Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, Halloween's on yeah. Thursday.
0: All right, kids, you lucked out.
1: But what I'm saying is that um, every other title that they've had so far has been determined by a somewhat interesting pairing. Jericho, who, defe- who defeats Kenny, versus Hangman. You know, it's kind of like the old season vet versus the up-and-comer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Nyla Rose versus Riho. this Joshi Girl versus an up-and-coming monster. Bullking brute monster, yeah. Right. And then to go SCU and, Lucha and the Lucha Brothers... There's, like, nothing surprising there. It's like, yeah, well, SCU has been doing this for, like, two decades. Combined, they've been wrestling for, like, 67 years. Yeah. And they've been one of the best tag teams in the world. And Lucha Brothers have, again, been one of the best tag teams in the world. So it's like, there was no interesting selection here. It's not like they went Best Friends versus Lucha Brothers or Private Party versus SCU. You know, like, one, okay, that makes sense, and then one, oh, that's interesting. So that that's why I'm interested in this booking, because of the three titles so far, this is the first one to go, Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Hmm.
0: Um
1: But I who you know? who's gonna win. I, I'm I'm gonna say I th- I have I, I think I know who's I have my opinion. I want the Luger Brothers to win. I think
0: it's gonna be SCU. I know it's gonna be SCU. Because the attack cause... the attack on Daniels. They mm-hmm. need they need that um the feel good story.
1: Or does Lucha Brothers win and the return of Daniels is what brings the belt over to SCU? Huh?
0: Oh, so they feud for the like the belt? Yeah.
1: Uh yeah. You can go either way. I'm cool either way. To be entirely honest, I'm cool with whoever. I mean whoever wins,
0: their tag team division is safe for now. Yeah, like, for they're, sure. they're, they're, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're stacked. Yeah. Kenny Omega. Joey Janela. Doing it again. Doing it again. Doing it again. Instead of a dark match, which was a... Unsanctioned Lights Out. Unsanctioned Lights Out, lights out match. It was a fantastic match, by the way. They just had a fantastic regular match. <laughs> Joey Janela showing off uh, that he's not just all about... Uh, blood and guts and right. hardcore. He can actually wrestle. And I love Joey Janela. Bro,
1: the chain wrestling that Joey Janella displayed. Like, yo, who this? Who this who bad boy?
0: And we got, if I'm not mistaken, our first one-winged angel yep. on live yes. TV. Yes. Hitting it on the bad boy, Joey Janella. Moving on to what we alluded to earlier. Oh, man. The inner circle. Oh, man, oh, man. <sighs>
1: Now. <laughs>
0: I've said this once. I will say this again. Shame on you me? for ever letting me say Chris Jericho does not print money. That guy is the absolute best thing in wrestling. I've been telling you this for years. He is Okay, so let me let me paint the picture for you. <laughs>
1: Cody, I love seeing you get so excited about Jericho. You have no idea how happy it makes me.
0: Cody is going to have an interview in the ring with, I don't remember the guy's name. I, I don't think it was Shivani. I think it was. It just was Tony
1: Shivani.
0: It was Tony Shivani? Yeah. Okay. So Jericho's in the suite and there's a little jabber jaw going on. Cody wants to fight.
1: Well, they, they, aren't they like doing like the uh, the air horns or whatever, to like interrupt the interview, and then mm-hmm. finally Jericho grabs the mic and like boos really loud, and that's when Cody was like, "Listen, this is not the old company we used to work for. There's no invisible wall here. I can just come up there and punch you in the face."
0: Uh, uh, again. That that was the setup. So for the setup for Shades was the World Series. (laughs) First night for the Knicks, and AEW was on, and I couldn't, I was back and forth between the three of them. So I started missing some of the the, That that was the setup. When I got back from the World Series, I saw Dustin coming out.
2: Right, okay.
1: So he says, Jericho, you know, this isn't like the old company that we used to work for. I can just come up there and punch you in the face. And he goes, sure, come up. It's four to one. By all means, knock yourselves out. That's when Dustin Rhodes comes down. Cool, it's still 2 to 1. I mean 4 to 2. Then comes MJF. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. Then comes MJF. And then after MJF comes the man, the man.
0: Well, first Jericho with the line of the the Okay, century. sure, go
1: ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, it was, was brilliant. Who wears scarves? <laughs> Come on.
0: The guy where he wrestles in a scarf
1: sometimes.
0: (laughs) Not anymore. Not anymore, but yes. And then DDP comes out. When I hear, I'm like, who could it be? I'm sitting like, who could it be? Who could it be? Who could it be? Who could it be? And I hear, yo, it's me. It's It's me. It's DDP. I was like, oh, my
1: God.
0: Thrill just went bang in (laughs) his pants.
1: It is over. I uh, love Jericho, DDP, it's like everything my child has ever wanted. <laughs> I
0: was like, is this WCW,
1: <laughs> Tony
0: Schiavone, <laughs> Chris Jericho,
1: <laughs> DDP? Whoa! <It's laughs> on TNT? What? So, um, the... So after the, the Avengers assemble.
0: The Million Dollar <laughs> Club and the Inner Circle.
1: The Million Dollar Club?
0: Yeah, Diamond Dallas Page Million. millionaire, baby. Yeah. you yeah, see that Gucci, uh... No, is it Burberry? Burberry. Burberry. Yeah. I don't know. It's such a cheesy name. I don't want
1: them to be a faction. No, I know. They don't need to be a faction. I, I think they could stick... The, the Nightmare Family, I think, is... What? What are you talking I mean, about? I don't like it. He's the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Uh, yeah, I know that. Dustin Rhodes is his brother. Yeah. DDP's a family friend. Okay. And MJF is his best friend in the Nightmare Family. I don't I don't like it, though. That's better than Million Dollar Club. Take that back. No, I will not. What You've is been this
0: listening that? to us on soundcloud.com. <laughs> <laughs> so they're brawling. And Bissell messages us. They're fighting in Pittsburgh. Why wasn't I at the show? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ball out. Ball out, Are you're going to be there. You went to Boston. You went to Philly. Really? Philly. I was yeah. like,
1: ball out. So they walk up to the suite. And the door's locked or whatever, and Jericho's, you know, yapping through the, the, the locked glass door. It's
0: locked, you idiot. And then, like, it was so perfect that Cody holds his hand out, MJ wraps the scarf around it, and he punches, punches the it. the
1: glass, opens the door, and the brawl ensues.
0: And they're, they're fighting on the concourse, and it's, it's entertaining, and they finally get separated. Mm-hmm. And Jericho, with just... Sadness in his face.
2: We have <laughs> tickets!
0: <laughs> we have tickets! And I would have loved for Jericho to at least put something out on Twitter mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, like one of his vignettes, like he usually does. Yeah. Uh, Le Champion mm-hmm. was a, a, a fan at AEW's Dynamite this week, and I was brutally, viciously attacked. By that
1: thug Cody yeah 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 something
0: and, and uh like he, when he lost so I'm going to have my best detectives on the case <laughs> and, and, and uh you know press charges to the full extent of the law against Cody Rhodes so he won't be able to make it to full gear cause he'll be uh I don't know some like yeah, put yeah, some yeah. Chris Jericho like snarky remark in right, there right
1: right some gold nugget that only Jericho could think of exactly and we put on a t-shirt and then buy it yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for Hot Topic to get the a little bit of the bubbly. In. Just buy it over Pro
0: Yeah, but I can hack. I don't have to wait for it to get like shipped like yeah, in eight weeks for the yeah. Yeah, I can just go to Hot Topic. I'm like, hey, saw dudes, let me get a <laughs> let me get a little bit of the bubbly let shit. Get a little bit of the bubbly. So, the the brawl breaks up, and then we go on to the Bucks of Youth mm-hmm. taking on. Best friends, mm-hmm. Chuck E. T. Chuck, excuse me, Chuck Taylor mm-hmm. and Trent. hmm Good match. Yeah. It's, it's it's the Bucks. It's the Bucks and best friends. And it's the best friends. They they all can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what really stands out from this is after the Bucks beat uh best friends, they grab a mic. Hey Santana Ortiz, we hey, accept. Yeah. So full gear, finally confirmed. Young Bucks. Santana and Ortiz. I am excited for that match.
1: Mm-hmm. You, know what I, you know what I love? And I was listening to... I, think I was listening to Pro Wrestling... Um, to Wrestling Observer Radio. And they mentioned... I think it was Brian Alvarez, the always angry Brian Alvarez. Mm-hmm. That, you know, AEW, they announced the pay-per-view's gonna come. Right? Okay, we have this pay-per-view coming up. And then they find ways to make matches and build the matches so that by the time the pay-per-view comes, you don't care what the hell the pay per is called, you don't care where it is, you don't care what's going on, but you want to watch this pay-per-view because you want to watch the matches.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Versus WWE, where they're like, okay, we have to have a pay-per-view, just put some matches on there, and buy, that's, that's
2: like buy a, hell, hell in a cell. cell
1: tickets because it's Hell in a Cell. We'll figure out the rest. You know? Like, it's backwards. They announced Full Gear... And already, we have four matches, and all four of them, in my opinion, have a a possibility of being straight bangers.
0: They they announced full gear two months before full gear was even taking place. Right. Early
1: September. Right. And we have Moxley versus Omega. We have Jericho versus Cody for the title. The Bucks versus Santana and Ortiz. And then Hangman versus Pac. Like, how do you not want to buy this? How do you not want to watch this? And we're all and we still have like they have to add matches. We're not gonna have only four matches on the card.
0: No, absolutely. I mean, They're we'll gonna get at a, least one or two more. We we'll may get a tag title match or a women's show. There has to be
1: a women's match on there somewhere.
0: Ugh, can't wait. Speaking of having a women's match on there, Britt Baker, Doctor. Britt Baker, DD, DMD. DMD has a short vignette. Because she is from Pittsburgh. She's the hometown girl. Hometown gal. Wearing her Pittsburgh Steelers colors, which was cute because she had the teeth in the uh, yeah.
1: the logo. Right. Instead of the little, like, star thingies.
0: Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's cute. Uh, what eagle-eyed viewers would have catched. Caught. Caught? Yeah. That's why you're the, uh, the wordsmith here. <laughs> Major English. That's right. is what we call you, right? Yeah, we There you go. Britt Baker is Adam Cole Bebe's baby. Bebe. Bebe. There's a picture that they show of Adam Cole Bebe with his baby. And I'm like, <gasps> that's
1: Adam Cole baby. Ooh, Y'all gonna get in trouble. <laughs> no, they didn't, they, they didn't name Technically, him. Technically, yeah. If you don't name him and you're not trying to use his likeness... No, then it was just... It's a picture that she owns. It's her mm, picture it's that her she property. owns.
0: Her property. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Like Britt Baker is Adam Cole Bay's property. A-Simmer. A- Amanda's my property. No, 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 no. She hates when I, I do that. When I, you get on, on the streets. Can you not do that she's, on the air? She is my property. No. He's joking. He does not think that way. No, I don't think that way at all. I'm Amanda's property. <laughs> <laughs> so Britt Baker takes uh, Jamie Hader mm-hmm. to Pittsburgh.
1: Cute. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's a hometown, so she lost, right? Who Britt Baker? Yeah, right. No, that's, uh, no, 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 no. no, no but, I, but I thought a hometown superstars always have to lose in their hometown. No, no, not,
0: no, no, not this is AEW.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, AEW, not WWE. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. Uh, this Jamie hater person, never heard of her before. Me neither. And what a mess she looked. <laughs> like, outside. not like in terms of, like, I'm, I'm not talking about attractiveness. Like, oh. I didn't like her whole, um... She was healing it up, but
1: hammering it up.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. And, like, when she, like, t- sort of, like, opened her mouth and, like, grinned. Like, half her teeth are missing. I was like, what is she... Who got this meth head
1: off <laughs> the streets to fight Britt Baker? Yeah, I wasn't... I didn't... I just don't like the way she works. It was too much like... She was trying too hard to heal it up. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you're definitely the heel. You've established this. You're going to get Plus heat the- regardless. Yeah,
0: You're in Pittsburgh. It's Britt Baker. She's the hometown hero.
1: And she's arguably the most
0: popular female wrestler in AEW. Exactly.
1: If you want some extra heat, sure. Heal it up a little bit. But you don't have to do the same thing like seven times in the match to get... like, like we got it. We're Tone good. it down,
0: baby. Exactly. Tone it down.
1: Sim Simma. No one's got the keys to Yabima. All right? To close out, AEW's Dynamite. I don't know. You forgot about the um, the backstage segment where they interview, where they're trying to jam- interview Jamie uh, Hayter, and Brandy Rhodes clocks her from behind, and then gives like a threatening finger to the interview person, and then just like walks off camera. Oh, again. Oh, right, World you Series. were World Series. Sorry. So, yeah, so that... don't know, like... There's a mystery there. Like, why did Brandy do that? Is Brandy going full on heel authority? Is she attacking this chick because she didn't beat Brit? Is it going to become a Brit versus Brandy feud? Is it going to be her trying to get people to beat Brit? Is that her whole plan? I don't know. It's interesting. So, that happened before the main event.
0: So, the main event, which was... Bubbling from last week, mm-hmm. Pac taking on John Moxley after Moxley gave him the two-finger salute and hit him with the. No, h- oh, damn it! I wanted to get it myself. I'm sorry. Paradigm shift. There you go. <laughs> I was so going to call it a Death Rider again. I know that's I, why I, I jumped in to save yeah, you. Yeah, you definitely did because I was. <laughs> I, Paradigm shift didn't even. Uh, not even the closest thing know, in my mind. I don't
1: get why.
0: I don't like the way it's called. Death Rider sounds no. so much better. Paradigm
1: Shift is so much better than Death Rider. Oh, all right, tomatoes matter. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> you tell us, folks. Which name do you think is better, Paradigm Shift or Death Rider? I say Paradigm Shift.
0: And I say Death Rider. But uh, this match, two different styles. Yes. Still makes for a very interesting match. Yes. And the ending of the match, people were upset about. I, I like was not. Mm-hmm. You do not need either of these men losing at all. I agree. Pac, John Moxley fought to a time limit draw, which is by far the safest mm-hmm. way to end this match between the both of them. hmm Especially, Moxley hasn't lost. hmm Pac cannot lose two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm draw is the only thing that makes sense.
1: People seem to forget, and it's so funny because people who are AEW fans, presumably at least a huge portion of them, are people who were fans of or are fans of like New Japan, Ring of Honor, and so on and so forth. How quickly we forget of how effective the draw was between Kenny and Okada. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's a it's just much smaller scale and the, the stakes are nowhere near as high. But, Draws existed and exist in wrestling for a reason. And I think it was perfectly done here. Mm. Especially with the last-minute kickout right before the bell. Yep. I'm game. I thought this was good.
0: So that was AEW's Dynamite. Again, we apologize.
1: Well, I mean, we, we can talk about NXT
0: to a degree. I mean, we can run through it. But we can't really run through it in detail because we didn't get to really watch right, right. NXT. But Rhea Ripley took on Bianca Belair mm-hmm. and and what was it? Not a bad match. From what I've it, it was just a tail two ends. It's like you watch the beginning and you watch the end of NXT. The middle was okay. Could have been better, could have been worse. Uh there was matches on there that um I wasn't necessarily like
1: I mean, you have Matt Riddle versus Cameron Grimes. And like I don't care about either one of these two guys. Yeah. So but, like
0: I mean this just showcases like two showcase Cameron Grimes on a right more not main event scale, but like a, a upper, on, mid card scale. scale. Yeah. Uh, matches that didn't make sense to me, especially going up against uh, Dynamite, would be uh, uh, Anhel Garza versus Jack Gallagher. Jack Gallagher. I'm like cruiserweight division. And this is just gonna lead to Garza versus Leo Rush.
1: Right. You well can't... they gotta they gotta build a cruiserweight division. Now that they're part of NXT, they have to.
0: Yes, but
1: Jack Gallagher. You got you gotta He has to lose. He needs uh, yeah. need somebody to lose. Exactly. Yeah. You had, you know, Brizango and Isaiah Scott versus the Forgotten Sons. Which you know they won, which I'm not happy about.
0: See again, like this, it's like what are you doing with the Forgotten Sons? Who exactly. are your tag team champions right exactly. now? Exactly. Um, oh, uh, uh, O'Reilly and Fish,
1: draped in gold, baby. What yeah,
0: I, so I, I'm sorry. It's like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm sorry. When I once the Street Profits won the belts, I was just kind of like lost in the shuffle for me. Mm. Um, but there's no tag teams like. Somebody that could be going up against... And because of their, their heels and whatnot, but the Forgotten Sons and uh, Undisputed Error can go into a, a program with each other. Because now Hard Undisputed Error is... Hard to set that up. Yes, but they're the only established team on that brand right now. Yeah, yeah. And what was the one thing that, that uh, the Forgotten Sons had going for them?
1: The numbers game. yeah.
0: Jackson Riker on the side. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Now, how does that fare with uh, Undisputed Era? I just
1: think it's hard to set that up because you have two heels. Yeah, 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 no, no, know. absolutely. That's what I'm saying. And it's they're like, in, like, so different places right now in terms of what they're doing. Yeah, they're dropping to... to
0: Breezango and uh, UE's in the main event. So. Yeah.
1: yeah. That, that, that's It's just that simple. To me, there's two, like, highlights to all of NXT. And one of them was a highlight more for personal reasons. So, Tegan Knox is finally back from her second knee injury. Mm -hmm. And they put her with Dakota Kai, who she was. They were were actually a tag team back on the indie scene. So, that makes sense to put them together. So, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai went up against Jessamine Duke and Maria Shafir. And the winner would face Asuka, The uh, the Kabuki Warriors, for the tag team championship. So, A, I like this because we finally get to see the tag team champions. And the, the women's tag team championship flow between brands like it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad to see Tegan Knots back. I've been a fan of her since she was Nixon Newell back in ICW and, you know, Rev Pro and uh, WCPW.
0: We get it. You watch indie.
1: I, I was really into indie for a while. It's crazy how much indie wrestling I watched when I first got back into wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But, like, I was a huge fan of Nixon Newell. So when she got signed to WWE... And then she got hurt both times. I was like, dude, what the F? Now she's back. She's healthy. So I'm really pulling for her. So I'm happy to see her back and to see her competing for a tag team championship. So I, that was a highlight for me. And then, of course, the main event, which... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I do not want to skip by this. Okay. Uh,
0: Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir are are, are still green. <sighs> and it shows. And it shows horribly. It's bad, man. It's really bad because... If you're going to start pushing for this four horsemen versus four horsewomen, it's basically a two-on-four with Ronda and Shayna.
1: I think if I think WWE wanted to pull the trigger on this sooner, but they can't. They can't. They because I, they know that is, Shafir and Duke are just so far behind. They they I've seen
0: enhancement talent wrestle better than they are. It's wild. It's horrible it's, how bad they are. These two have been with the company for at least what two at, years now? At least two years. One, one year like, on TV for sure. Right.
1: And like they're just so far behind. And this and this is like I know like you're not exactly a Ronda Rousey fan, but to me this also highlights just how Ronda much. R- yeah, she. The she, woman she, is an athlete where she just. I mean, she was still
0: up wrestling like she that. She still crap in the ring, but at least she wasn't. She's far and ahead
1: beyond better than these two combined. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, Ronda shows like, you know, if she really put all her into wrestling in a few years, she could be legit. Yeah. You know, these like two Sh- uh, Sh- uh, Like Shane, exactly. Yeah, like Shane, 100%. These two girls are so far behind. It's wild to me. And what are they going to do if they never catch up? Are they just going to pull the trigger anyway?
0: No, cuz then that that just looks bad.
1: But they're see they bro, they're foaming at the mouth. To do this four horsemen versus four horsewomen.
0: So what they could do is they could have an elimination thing. They have Duke and uh, Shafir get eliminated, and then you have Ronda Rousey and uh, Baszler basically try to take the four of them on.
1: Yeah, but then that makes the four horsemen of wrestling look bad. Because they're going to lose four to two. No, I didn't say lose. No, I know, but at some point, like, it's going to be a four on two, and they're going to get dwindled down to two on two eventually at some point. It's rough. Yeah.
0: And then Vince knows how to mess this up it already. So I mean, crazy. yeah, I mean, you can have, you know, the eight
1: best wrestlers on the planet, and Vince will still find a way to mess it up. Mm. Anyway, so the main event was Roderick Strong defending his North American championship versus Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. Roderick Strong wins, whatever. Which is kind of, it's so you put Dijakovic and Keith Lee in the ring together, and you're going to get, like, magic. Mm-hmm. You add Roderick Strong, and you get a great match for the North American title. It kind of breaks my heart that it was overshadowed by the well, finale. What came, came of, next? Right. Yeah. So undisputed era out there. They clear house. They're celebrating with Roddy. Champa's music hits. Chamba comes out. Gargano's music. By the heads.
0: way, yes. Uh, we're gonna do this next week. Top five the wrestling theme songs currently right
1: now. Oh my god! Across all promotions? Across all promotions? Oh, you're killing me, Smalls. Well, we'll talk about this afterward. We'll talk about this afterward. But you're killing me. You're killing me. All right. So Gargano comes out. I mean Champa comes out, and Gargano comes out. That's a four on two. They're like, and the announcers are like, oh, it's a four on two. Blah blah blah. Balor's music comes out. Balor's music hits. Balor comes out. He gets in between Gargano and Champa. Oh, we like these odds better. This is better. Blah, blah, blah. Ciampa throws his crutch away. They start approaching them. Balor starts to peel off his jacket. Pele kick to Gargano. Gargano rolls out. Balor's just looking at him. The Undisputed Era dog pile on Ciampa. Balor's just watching. Goes out of the ring. Takes his jacket off. Shotgun drop kick. Shotgun drop kick to Gargano through the barricade through some planted fans. Then he like he's just He I think he beats on him some more. He gets to the top of the ramp. And for those of you who know, know Two hands, two arms, two fingers. Pointed. He finger banged him. Right at Gargano, and he gave him the finger guns. Oh boy. The real the real rock and
0: roller. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The real rock and roller, baby. He's not back yet. Well, isn't he? Well, we'll get to that after we get to SmackDown, because we're going in order of the week.
1: <gasps> but this is this is contextual.
0: Yeah, but I I don't, I don't I, we're going. But it's week. contextual. All right, just this once. <laughs> so usually we record immediately after SmackDown ends but WWE had a WWE backstage preview and they mentioned that Finn Balor was going to be on and we'd be remiss if we didn't watch it and see what he had to say and they're just asking him why'd he do it and uh, why'd he go back to NXT and I don't care about all that is he a heel? Booker asked him, Is this who you've always been? Or is this is, is this who you want to be coming back? And, and Finn tells, looks Booker dead in the eyes. And he goes, You watched my work before I got to WWE. This is the real Finn. <laughs> uh... Booker talks about uh, his school and how um, he was telling his students that Finn is the the main event guy for WWE.
1: The future of the industry. The
0: future of the industry. That's a, excuse me,
1: and very just before you continue, which is wild to me because do you remember how many people used to say that about Finn, and then he gets to the main roster and how they treated him. That's because they don't know how to treat. Him. But isn't that insane? Yeah. How everyone in the business, before Finn got to... Even before he got to NXT. People talk about how Finn is the future of the industry. Not of NXT. Not of WWE. Of the industry. Everyone knew it and saw it. And what in Seven. the... The way they treated him on the main roster when he came back from a shoulder injury. And so I'm like, you know Holy I'm happy.
0: Jesus. That's why I'm happy he got hurt. And I was like, I, I didn't want knew know the, the
1: dumb stuff that they were going to do uh, for his title reign. Yeah, I mean, but but you know what, though? I don't know, because the way, like, he went out, they, they he was, like, a number one pick. They put the belt on him right away. I have no reason to think that they would not have continued to push him and book him to the sky. Mm. But then he gets injured and Vince, you know, his shiny new toy now has some rust on it. I don't know. Anyway, it's, just, it's mind-blowing to me how he went from the future of the industry to sending him back to NXT. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, continue. So, to close out the interview,
0: Finn says, the prince is back. The real rock and roller! Now, for you guys who don't know, (laughs) may not know, may have not watched, Finn Balor in New Japan was... Fergal Devitt well, that's who really... then, be- then became Prince Devitt who then became the real rock and roller Prince Devitt. So this is a homage oh, man. to New Japan's
1: era Finn Balor. And anyone who likes Bullet Club who thinks Bullet Club is cool, who thinks the elite are cool, who thinks the Undisputed Era is cool, guess what? You owe all of that to Finn Balor. Yep. To Prince Devitt, Bad Luck Fale, and Carl Anderson.
0: Now my question is <clears throat> Can he bring the Prince Devitt thing to
1: Absolutely. if Absolutely. The question is. In what direction? Is he going to be a solo Prince Devitt, or is he going to build around him like he did in, in New Japan?
0: Yeah, but who would he pick as his? Um, That's the problem. Underboss. That's the mm, Keith Lee. No, he doesn't have the thing for it.
1: What? Because he's not a heel. He could be a heel. Dijakovic. No. I've read Keith Lee. <laughs> I mean, Dijakovic is big like Foley. Yeah,
0: uh, we can mull this for a long time. Uh, let move us to SmackDown, please.
1: Oh. SmackDown opens with Miz TV, Boo. which features Team Hogan, Team Flair, promos, blah blah blah. Bad promos by Ric Flair. Ric Flair sounds senile. Roman Reigns actually sounds like a human being. Probably my one of my favorite Roman Reigns promos of all time. Hogan didn't say anything racist. Well, that was a miracle. Um. It sets up a main event three on three match between Roman Reigns, Ali, and what are you wearing, Shorty G? Versus King Corbin. Don't help me out. Don't help me out. Don't help me out. Shinsuke. I said, don't help me out. Shinsuke.
0: That's for the paradigm
1: shift. (laughs) Fair enough. Shinsuke and and oh man, who was it? Wait, no, 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 no. Sami Zayn. Five seconds. You're killing me, Smalls. Three seconds. Was it? You're gonna oh, say it? Oh, we were looking it. for Cesaro. Cesaro. You see, you give the man a generic entrance and generic music, and I forget he exists. Yeah. Him in his sweatpants, khakis. I mean, <laughs> cargo, whatever capris or whatever. So that sets up the main event, three on three. Then we have Nikki Cross cutting a weird Nikki Cross promo. That leads into her match with Mandy Rose. He
0: completely butchered that character. Her yeah.
1: character's shot. Bailey and Sasha Banks on commentary. And to me, honestly, this match was more about the commentary than mm-hmm. it was about what was going on in the ring. But at the end of the day, Nikki Cross wins
0: with his drift away.
1: With the purge. That's her, na- that's her name that's her name? That's oh. the name, Purge. Yeah. She with Crossroads. Moving on. You wanna or I gotta? You want me to? You gotta? Uh, gotta. You're on a roll, baby. i come up and baby. Moving on, we have the new tag team. Not a trio anymore. Tag team with the New Day with Xavier Woods, you know, suffering from his aforementioned Achilles injury versus Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler, with a tights on Kofi, defeats the New Day. So the former WWE champion has been pinned by Ziggler. So... Couple Ziggler versus Brock Lesnar. Couple months I'm too late. In the Ziggler, couple months too late. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. It should have been me. Anyway, I, I can't. Oh, God. This company's so dumb. Next up, we get Daniel Bryan being interviewed by Michael Cole, asking him, is the Yes Movement back? And Sami Zayn and Shinsuke come out, and I'm like, I saw you guys already, and I'm going to see you again later. I don't need you three times. Go away. Get off my TV. But Sami Zayn... Refer now this I actually liked he referred back to when Daniel Bryan first turned heel earlier this year and was
0: like uh, last year November right before uh, Survivor Series oh it's been like a year already yeah mama mia time flies when you're
1: having fun or when you're watching SmackDown sorry um, so he really he plays that clip where he's like look you said this you said that you'll never go back to that The yes woman is dead blah 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 I like that, because WWE is notorious for pretending like things didn't happen within their own company. So the fact that Sami Zayn pulled up footage from a year ago, I thought was cool. He extends his hand to, to Daniel Bryan to see if Daniel Bryan will agree with him and shake his hand and keep the guest movement dead. But not only does he not shake his hand, but he also doesn't do anything to the contrary. To say one way or the other, he just... There's some hesitation. Right. There's some hesitation. Because Sami Zayn does pull up some valid points. You know, these are things that you stood for then, they don't change now. Yeah. You know, you're still an environmentalist, you're still a vegan, you're still a this, you're still a that. It doesn't change.
0: These fans are still fickle.
1: Right. So he made some good points. Daniel Bryan was like, I'll take that under advisement. And he left. <laughs> <laughs> deuces. <laughs> deuces and deuces. Then we get probably my least favorite performer that's existent right now. No. Is she my least favorite? She's up there. Lacey Evans, the slassy southern belle, comes out to squash a jobber. Who, at first, she refused to fight because she was nasty looking. Or she was nasty, something like that. She's a nasty. She's a nasty. So she refused to fight her. She's walking away. The ref gets to a nine count. Then she runs back in, clocks her with the woman's right. One, two, three. Lacey Evans wins. Cool. Cool story, bro. Moving on, we have the Kane Velasquez and Brock Lesnar were supposed to meet face to face in the middle of the ring tonight. So Ray and Kane come out to the ring, and they're talking about it. And then Paul Heyman comes out on the jumbotron with Lesnar, and he's talking a lot of Spanish, being pseudo racist. And then we he's telling him.
0: Uh, Brock, you said Brock does what he wants when he wants. Well, guess what he was doing? And then Ray just basically railroads that question, doesn't even he answer He's like, no, it. selling his questions. And he's he goes, come on, answer the question. And it, it, for me, it got a little awkward, because I was just like... Uh, and it's funny, because
1: you knew where this was going immediately.
0: Yeah, I was like, you beat up Dominic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so similarly to the way you were watching NXT and AEW and the World Series, I was in the Knicks game while this was going on. So I missed, like... So like chunks I was just in and out
0: So I, I, I'm sitting here like Ray he, he beat your son up again <laughs> And he's like Come on Tell me Come out here Come out and face this Man to man And Damon's like Well if you're not gonna answer The what we'll just, Or the where we'll How show about you the, the who? who And he just like Picks Dominic's Chubby face up and he's just like and this, We're in a Alaska Velasquez shirt That's
1: all torn up That was clearly cut with Scissors or Or blade Right I'm like, uh... so then Ray, so Ray mysterio and Kane of Alaska is try go to leave the I say try, they go to leave the ring and Ray, I guess his chain gets caught in the bottom rope. No, because he's selling the arm injury,
0: he's not using his arm, so he kind of like, kind of like <laughs> scooting his way down the the, the apron.
1: It look I, to me, it looked like he got caught, but I guess it was just because he was trying yeah. to scoot out. And so like, he just looks a mess. Then they they go backstage. And um
0: Ray Ray, Well, Ray's trying to figure out if his
1: son's okay. Right. They're they're in the medical room now. And they're like, Are you okay? What's wrong what what hurt and this this is when WWE's hokiness gets on my nerves. The medical the the doctor whatever first goes, Where does it hurt? Show me what hurts, tell me what hurts. That makes sense. That's what a doctor would do, what a doctor would say. Dumb <laughs> right, coming from right, coming from urgent care, I would know. So Dominic is just oh, uh, ah uh, writhing in pain, turning and flopping. Boy, would you shut up and tell? And then at the same time, Ray, oh my son, are you okay? Oh Miko, are you okay? Would you, shut up,
0: hey, doc, I need room, guys. I, I, I need the room. doctor.
1: I need room. I need. At some point, he's saying, I need room. Ray's on the other side of the room. Kane has it's his like hand on the, on the table, not even on Dominic. I, I need room. How much more room do you need, Doc? He's not answering your questions anyway. Chill out. It was just so over-the-top hokiness. Well,
0: we just figured out that that guy was the nurse. And Dr. Lesnar came in. I <laughs> gave, gave him the prescription that they needed. And that prescription was not more cowbell.
1: It was more F5s.
0: Bro, he, he hits... Ray and Kane with a garbage can, which right. drops Kane Velasquez, and he's kind of like kicking him.
1: Yeah. Like in the and midsection. Yeah. yeah, and then.
0: But it's kind of like. So, yeah. well, it's the like Orange Cassidy's like kicking him. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: speaking of which,
0: we didn't even get to say that Orange Cassidy gave uh, Matt and Nick Jackson a super kick. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love good. his shtick right now, by the way. I know that you didn't, but I was like, oh. I I
1: love his shtick. I was just concerned about how it was going to fit within AEW. It's great. He's... he's
0: (laughs) Great. But he's kicking Kane, and then Ray just jumps from, like, left side of the screen onto Lesnar, who just literally catches him, turns him, and F5s him into the wall.
1: Bro, he leaves a, a foot imprint into the wall. His boot hits the wall, makes an indentation... And then you would indent the fourth syllable word. What's wrong with you? Who you is?
0: And the best part, he picks Kane Velasquez. Up and I'm like, F five of my Dominic. F five of my Dominic. <laughs> and f five of my Dominic. I was like, Oh yes, yes. And then they just both fall off, and like Dominic falls on Kane's leg, and I was like, Oh my god. And prior to the main event happening, uh, we go to commercial we come back from commercial and Kane is saying in Spanish
1: over and over again the so, voy a matar le voy a matar i'm going to kill you i'm going to kill him i'm going to kill him i'm going to kill you so Te voy a matar te voy a matar te like, bro we got it you're going to kill him we got it thanks
0: so when you have such a good thing like that segment and then you have Kane cutting a a, a promo afterwards it's not even a
1: promo just saying over and over again, he's going to kill him. The best! The, the best, best! The, the best! best. <laughs> <laughs> so to close out the mat the night
0: we had a, a four mentioned six-man tag. <clears throat> not a bad match. Yeah, it was all right. We're going to get five of these guys again on Thursday at no. Crown Jewel. <laughs> We're not. Uh, whoever watches it, we'll get it.
1: We're,
0: we're, again, we don't cover. We don't cover
1: any Saudi shows. That's not what we at do at all. No, that's not what we do here. So,
0: um, Roman Reigns, uh, the the team Hogan goes over. No duh.
1: Cool story, bro.
0: Smackdown, Smackdown goes off the air. A little bit of backstage uh, that they showed. Um, Paige looked like she could not be bothered being there.
1: Yeah, she looked miserable. Uh,
0: They had, like, this backstage uh, interview with Roman.
1: Which I thought was cool at first.
0: Yeah, I thought it was cool also. And then Baron Corbin attacks Roman Reigns. And I was like, okay, if they're trying to go, like, a little more sports-oriented, you don't see the Jets going into the locker room getting interviewed, and then the Cowboys running in because they lost to the Jets, right. beating the Jets up. Like, that does, this is not what happens.
1: Even if you want to go to combat sports, you don't see, like, give me two MMA wrest- uh, fighters who recently had a, uh, a fight.
0: Colby Covington versus Kamaru Usman, they're going to fight soon. So.
1: so you don't have, you know, one guy in the locker room post-match Having interviewed And the other guy jumps Like that doesn't happen I don't care if it's UFC I don't care if it's boxing I don't care Like that doesn't happen There's certain
0: etiquette That goes on
1: Right Right But you know Whatever You wanna WWE has to decide Are they gonna be more sports Or are they gonna not I don't know So Mr. Shadez As we introduced last week That brings us To our lovely segment Called Planting Seeds because in the world of wrestling, sometimes you get good things, sometimes you have good seeds, sometimes you got bad seeds. But either way, we gotta acknowledge them all. So, Shades. Yes, sir. Give us this week, give us your good seed of the week. So, my good
0: seed of the week much de- deliberation. Okay. Okay. Very much deliberation. Mm -hmm. And I had two. Okay. And of course you can't have two. You
1: can only have one. But of course.
0: My good seed for the week. You want to get to it or not? Slow build. Oh, I see. We like to call this in the biz. Oh my God. A Tessa Blanchard. (laughs) (laughs) Finn Balor. Turning heel. Really? Yep. I love it. I wanted something like this to come from him. I wanted him to go back to the roots of being the 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 heel. He does a lot of good work as a heel, especially early on in the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. So that is my good seed. My good seed. I, I was going to give it to Orange Cassidy because it's his super his kick. Super kick. Super good. But say I can't. I got okay. to give it to Finn Balor. Um, okay. Very, very good seed.
1: All right. Fair enough. And your bad seed?
0: Ooh. I can't give where it. where to begin. I can't give <laughs> it to all, all of WWE. <laughs> so, I'm going to give it again, because this is the reason why I don't really want to watch Raw, the whole uh, Rusev, mm. Lashley, Lana angle. Um, I'm getting nothing from it. Dude. Okay nothing that makes it yeah it's it's hard it's to argue not needed it's boring it's, so, it's played yeah it's like I'm sorry I, I, I can do without this it's so
1: funny in an era that we're in in professional wrestling right now where we seem to be going more towards you know athleticism and wrestling and work rate this kind of soap opera shtick is so passe and yet here we are they don't want to reinvent the wheel Well, the wheel's been broken, so they got to figure it out. You got other companies who are on, you know, jetpacks and on planes, and these guys need to figure out how to get past this wheel. Mm. Metaphors. I got them. Mm. (laughs) But do you got your seeds? You got that good seed for me. But of course. So my good seed, I think is no surprise to anybody, has to go to the entire... Jericho Cody Brawl segment. Okay. That's, from, a, that's a good one. From start to finish, you have... The only thing I didn't like about it, but I do like about it, was the one... The, yet again, the jab to WWE. It's an easy pop, mm-hmm. but I almost went out crazy about them mentioning WWE so often. Yeah. Um, but again, it's an easy pop. It gets the crowd to go, ooh, ah. So, fine. Whatever. But the whole segment, as, a, as from start to finish, A, made sense. B... Was done well with the you know the heels getting their comeuppance. You have the the fun factor of DDP. You have the silliness of the Dippin' Dots face wash. You have Jericho being Jericho. You have Cody looking like a like a BA. To me, it just everything you want from this something like this. Mm-hmm. It checks all the boxes. Yeah. So my good seed for the week is the whole brawl segment between Cody and the Nightmare Family versus the Inner Circle.
0: What are you gonna do with them bad
1: seeds? You gonna dump them out? You're gonna plant them? So I have I have a bad seed, but it's kind of a. I'll let you decide once I say it if we can qualify this as a acceptable bad seed for our segment. It's your bad seed. There's a reason I say that. There's a little bit of a caveat. My bad seed is WWE Two K Twenty. Okay. So, that's why I said it's a little bit of a caveat. It's not something that happened in wrestling this week, but it's a wrestling-related thing. Yeah, it's...
0: absolutely.
1: So, that's my bad for the week. Um, it's a complete... First of all, the game the, the game itself is broken to an embarrassing fault, and the fact that WWE and 2K decided to still release this game is a travesty, and it's just... Nothing it's but... Criminal. I, it's criminal. It's, it's criminal. It's a highway
0: robbery right there.
1: So, without getting into further depth, which I've already did earlier in the show... That's my bad seed. The whole entire WWE 2K20. Everything about it. Except for the career mode because it's kind of interesting. But that's because the story is interesting. Not necessarily anything else about it. That's my bad seed for the week.
0: Alright, so that's that's us planting our seeds. Yes, sir. Let's see if this grows into
1: a beautiful apple tree. That's right. The only way to do that, folks, is if you guys add your seeds in the comment section. So that leads us to our sign-off. That's been our show for the week. You've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash grapples to apples. Again, that's grapples the number two. two. Apples, if you don't have SoundCloud or don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Music and... No, I'm sorry, you have Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music. My apologies. Don't forget, you gotta plant those seeds. Where can you plant them? On our social media pages. You got Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash grapples to apples. Again, that's grapples the number two. two. Apples, don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, do whatever you gotta do to put us in as many ears. As possible, as always, I've been one of your hosts, the bandaged and strapped up, injured, battered, bruised and bloodied, ill-will-the-thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, baby, that's who I be, because that's who I is, joined to my side by my, always by my side, hetero life mate.
0: Man of the hour, man with the power, too damn sweet to be sour, cream of the crop, <whop> rise at the top, your boy,
1: Shades. Don't forget to tune in this week and every week after that. Because Apple a day, bad wrestling. Peace. Peace and love.